Hey, how are you all doing today? Happy Thursday. It's indeed been a long week. I feel like I'm starting to <clears throat> turn the corner a little bit on this uh, sickness. Um, oh, I just kind of let Hucky out. Hold on a sec. Hucka Papa, you want to go play outside? You want to go play? Okay. Okay. Huck is outside playing with his brother and sister. How are you guys all doing today? How is everyone doing? Where is the chat? There's the chat. Dog video today. Mm, I don't think I'm quite that recovered just yet. Woke up and pre-tired. Woke up. Got a new magic set coming out this week. I might actually upload a Magic the Gathering video to the main channel. I thought about it. I thought about how like I have all these different channels, right? All these different channels. Like I had my magic channel and I had my RC channel. And it's like why don't I just upload it to the main? Like people, I'm sure that, especially with magic, it's a, you know, a game. So like, I would say that a decent portion of my viewers would enjoy that. Have you guys been enjoying new shirt week? Well, Unsleeved Media would just, I don't know. Unsleeved Media is the one channel where I could still upload and people generally watch it. When I tried to upload to RC Nightmare, it was just dead. Like, nobody watched it. What are your plans for FNT? Um, gut it, maximize profit, massive layoffs incoming on Friday. Big layoffs coming Friday. Just so, you know, no one's surprised. It's a cutthroat business, you know? Uh, the basement is only closed till tomorrow, I guess. That's a write-off. Yeah, I'd still play Magic. I got Thursday Night Magic tonight. Nice. Yeah, Friday Night, Friday Night Tights is now a coffee brand coffee show. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I didn't, I didn't make it that way. Okay. That's what... Alex Jones said, you know, what was funny is, uh, Jeremy from geeks and gamers called me, like called me right away after the show. And we had a good laugh about it. Like, um, I got a lot of, you know, I got a lot of love for Alex, but like we, we were just having a, we were having a laugh about like, um, we were having a laugh about how he's on Friday night tights in the, so in the Alex Jones multiverse, Alex Jones actually thinks that I'm Salty Cracker, but also that I am Jeremy from Geeks and Gamers. We had a whole talk about it because there was one night when Alex was on, uh, Alex was on 
Friday Night Tights, and he was asked, he was like, hey, where's Salty Cracker? How come he's not here? You know, where's Salty Cracker? And uh, Jeremy from Geeks and Gamers called Salty Cracker, got him on the show. This is, uh, I feel bad. I feel bad for Salty. He called Salty Cracker. Uh, fashion challenge, what are you talking about? This is a nice plaid shirt. My, I always coordinate my hats with my shirts. That's more than most guys will do. Um, he, uh, so he calls, he's on Friday night. Tides. He's like, where's salty? Where's salty cracker? Get salty cracker. So he calls salty cracker. Salty cracker drops everything to show up on Friday night tights. And Alex Jones has no idea who he is. Like, uh, he, he thought it was going to be me. When he said salty cracker. Oh, we were complimenting the hat. Oh, okay, okay. So salty shows up. Alex Jones is like, who? <laughs> and then whenever Alex is on my show, he's like, I love your show. I watch it all the time. I watch it a couple times a week. I'm like, come on, Alex. No, you don't. <laughs> you don't. I love him, and I love that he's being, like, totally, like, trying to pump you up and stuff. And I'm like, nah, you don't watch my show, man. Come on. If you did, you would know I don't own... Uh, I don't own Friday Night Tights. But, like, he's just a lovable guy. So it doesn't, it doesn't matter. How could you not know who Salty is? I don't know. He thinks... I think he thought my name was Salty Cracker. And then when I was on his show yesterday, he thought I was the guy from Friday Night Tights. It was a, it's all like we all have a we all have a laugh with it. Like nobody's nobody's offended by it. Like nobody's nobody's offended by it at all. I imagine it's probably a lot to like keep that kind of stuff in order, you know? I mean, he's got a lot going on. Yeah. Yeah. Like make you guys know, I'm just, you know, I'm just joshing. I think Alex thinks the quartering is a big group. That could be too. Maybe he thinks it's like the quartering is like a big group that includes Friday night tights. I'm not, I didn't like when we were doing the show, I'm like, I'm not going to take the time to explain to Alex Jones, like the nerd uh, content creator multiverse. Like it do doesn't matter, you know? I know that, I'll tell you this. I know that Alex likes me. Like I know that he, he enjoys having me on and that's all that matters. You know what I mean? Like I love going on his show. I'll go on his show literally anytime he asks. Um, he can come, he'll be on my show. He's supposed to be on my show tomorrow, which I'll have to confirm. Alex has not seen me insulting the same room. Yeah, that's probably part of it. Yeah, that's probably part of it. Yeah, he kept saying you guys, everyone over there. I think he might just think that like Geeks and Gamers and Friday Night Tights, we're all like the same media organization, but we're all just individuals. Any plans for Valentine's Day or Black History Month? Well, I forgot black people existed. Thank God. 
I just thank you for reminding black people. Thank you for reminding me black people exist. Um, I'm going to tweet that out. February. You know, black, black history month is the dumbest shit ever. Um, you know, it'd be dumb if it was, it'd be dumb if it was white history month or Jew history month or it's all dumb. Yeah. Blacks get a whole month and so do gay people. Yeah. There should be a quartering level in this next Alex Jones game. I actually looked, <clears throat> I looked into the cost of, I looked into the cost of, uh, I talked to the developers. I, 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 uh, I, I talked to the developers that made Alex's game game and the budget was uh, no chance. Like, I know I have like hardcore viewers, but there's no way in hell I would ever make my money back on that. That's like a six figure budget to make that game. And I'm like, there's no way there's no way. A lot of like, um, a lot of my like YouTube viewers, a lot of, uh, a lot of my YouTube viewers couldn't give a fuck about it. Like they won't, they won't like, they, they're not going to support it. And you know, I think the people that are here on rumble would, but there's just not enough yet to like, you justify spending that kind of money, taking that kind of risk kind of in the twilight of my career, you know, I'm kind of, I'm no longer really ascending. I'm kind of like trying to hang on. So there's no real point in, uh, in doing all that, but let's get into the news. Do, 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 do. Uh, no, yeah, I'm going to go out to dinner for, <clears throat> I'll go out to dinner for <clears throat> Valentine's Day. Um, but not on Valentine's Day. That's just like, it's too busy. You know, it's just too busy. Too many people. Everything's, you know, everything's busy. The, the whole experience kind of sucks. You know, restaurants are busy. You got a bunch of people who aren't normally out that are out. I'm not memeable enough. Yeah, that's probably part of it too, you know. Did you see Dom freak out last night? Um, I did. And um, I'm friendly with Dom, but he does post like knowingly false information all the time on Twitter. I always kind of like dismiss it as he's just trying to make his money. Oh yeah. You're not including the real infinite money glitch. That's right. If I, the game is in fact a write-off. So that means it's free. I don't, I, yeah, yeah, that's right. I forgot. Yeah. Oh yeah. If you write it off, it's just free. I forgot. That's right. Yeah. My bad. Yeah, Dom, that was not a good look for him, but like he does do that. And um like he posted some shit that was like really old out of date video content, like that Syria video where he was like this is proof of child trafficking in in Israel or some shit like that. <laughs> 
And I was like, what? I, this not Israel. I knew that just by looking. Mersh cooked them. Yeah, that wasn't good. Well, I think uh, I don't, I don't, I'm not a fan of, um, I don't, I don't, I don't think it's smart business. I, oh, I did get myself sick again. Yeah. Damn it. I did it for you all though. I don't think it's a good thing to have a show, you know, to have a show uh, where you need people to come on as a guest and you're constantly shitting on them or putting themselves in situations. I think they, I think Alex looked bad and I think Dom looked bad. That's why I didn't really say anything about it, you know? Um, so Bud Light is not going well. Ten years, shout out Gracie. Holler at your boy when you get to my level. Wait, how long have I been married? How long have I been married? Almost 20 years. Valentine's Day is on a Wednesday this year, so it might not be bad to go out on that day. The weekend will be crazy. Yeah, I don't know because I called. I have like this restaurant that I like to go to. It's like my spot. I've been going there like 10 years. And um, I called him and I said, are you guys booked up on Valentine's Day? He said, they're pretty busy. He's like, we can get you in. But it's we're pretty busy, and I'm like, ah, I'll just come on Thursday or something like that. Thursday, or, yeah, I think I said Thursday. Of those 20 years, how many of you have been celibate? I don't know, everyone after 15. <laughs> I'm kidding. Bud Light sales down nearly 30% year over year as rivals continue to climb. Bud Light sales are down 29.9% year-over-year for the week ending January 20th, compared with the same period last year, according to the latest numbers provided to Fox News by Bump Williams. <clears throat> sales of AB InBev, Budweiser brand, were also down 15% annualized, meaning this UFC sponsorship did nothing. UFC sponsorship did nothing. And I think I saw, <clears throat> excuse me, I saw a comment on one of my, I think on my YouTube video on the topic where somebody said basically like UFC fans understand kind of the ad grift that, you know, they understand that UFC is going to sell ads and that they, they're not necessarily going to be taken in by it. And I think that's basically true. Like that's, that's basically true. Like they hired the UFC, but it's not going to move the needle. These people aren't going to be like, oh, I'm going to buy Bud Light now because they sponsor the UFC. And the reason you know it's that bad, like the reason you know it's that bad is because if you look at their competition, they're never going back. The sales of Coors Light was up 12%. The sales of Miller Light was up 7%. And Yingling Light soared 
72.3%. 72.3% for Yingling. Like, there is, those people that switch to Yingling are like, they're gone. She gone. They're gone. They're not coming back. They'd have to have a reason to leave Yingling. The fact of the matter is, look, and I'm not trying to disrespect beer drinkers, but you guys know I'm right. Like all like the, like, there's very little difference between Miller Lite, Coors Light, Bud Light. There's very little difference. Yes, I can hear people saying, well, it's a little different. Sure. But in a pinch, just like, for example, if you're a smoker, right? I smoked Marb Lights my whole life. Well, I started on Parliament, P-Funkadelics, then Marb Lights. Uh, but you know what? When I wanted a cigarette and there weren't Marb Lights, I'd smoke just about any light cigarette except Doral because I'm not a degenerate. But I'll take a Camel Light. I'll, take a, I'll smoke a Marb Red. I'll smoke a Newport Light. I'll smoke a, you know, like the same thing with beer. Like if, you, if you're the type of drinker that just buys a case of beer every week and just, you know, c- consumes beer... You're not like that concerned about it being, you know, the taste that it provides you. Now, I suspect people found that Yingling was better than Bud Light, but they're never coming back. Why would they leave Yingling to come back? They're never getting this 30% sales drop is never going to stop. Now, InBev stock has been doing pretty good over like the last five days. And if you look at today, the entire market's way up, but today it's up almost a dollar. So, you know, they clearly like the news. So they went out basically and signed Shane Gillis. And Shane Gillis is, you know, more, I don't know, controversial kind of, uh, you know, he's like, you know, conservatives like Shane Gillis, even though people call him like people call Shane Gillis, like a conservative comedian, but I don't think he is. He's just kind of edgy. He's not even conservative. It's not like he's not like, um, he's not like, uh, the redneck comedy tour guys, you know, Jeff Foxworthy and, um, who are those other guys? Jeff Foxworthy was like as big as anything. And then the get her done guy. I mean, those guys were selling out arenas, but they were primarily apolitical and conservative people. Those guys were bigger than any, as big as anything in my, in my life. Like, they were, if I, if, I don't know if this is fair to say, I don't remember exactly, but I would say they were just as big as like, um, what was a college comedian that was popular for like three years? Um, I never really thought he was very funny. Um, he was kind of a douchebag. What is his name? Now he's married to like an 18 year old and he's like 40 or 50. Um, Dane Cook. Like those guys, Bill Ingvall, Ron White, Jeff Foxworthy, Larry the Cable Guy, they were, I mean, they were gigantic. They were doing arenas for sure. Um, Shane Gillis isn't doing arenas, you know? 
Fox News dads. Yeah, right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, Dan Cook, I thought it was hilarious. I mean, maybe I have to go back. I, I, it probably didn't age very well. All I knew, here's what I knew about Dan Cook, to be fair. Okay, to be fair. I never really consumed any of his comedy. I did see a movie he was in that was kind of funny. Um, Where, like, he, I don't know. I thought it was something where like there was a where like every girl that slept with him would like find their love of their life afterwards. It was like a cheesy nineties movie. I think Dan Cook was in that. <laughs> but um all I know about that is that every douchebag I knew in school wouldn't shut up about Dan Cook. So that's why I didn't like him. Maybe it wasn't even his fault. You know what I mean? Good luck, Chuck, I think. Yeah, that movie did not rank well. But again, that was like some cheeseball 90s, early 2000s movie. And he might be a fine guy, but, you know, it's not even his fault. It's like, um, it's like, um, it's like, uh, Rick and Morty, you know? I, I loved Rick and Morty when it first came out. You know, you, I loved Rick and Morty when it first came out. Loved it. But the fans just ruined it for me. And I stopped watching it. Now, of course, they fired everybody that created the show, so I'd have no reason to support it now. But, like, those first two seasons, like, where there were... There was that end of the one season, I was like, man, where um, Rick tries to kill himself at the end of the episode. I'm like, fuck, that was dark, and that was awesome and funny. I loved it. And then it was like everywhere I went, I saw Rick and Morty t-shirt, Rick and Morty socks, Rick and Morty hat, Rick and Morty hoodie, Rick and Morty shoes. Hey, have you heard about Rick and Morty? Hey, do you watch Rick and Morty? Rick and Morty, Rick and Morty, Rick and Morty. I was like, I'm out. I can't. Dane Cook was in waiting. Uh, no, that's Ryan Reynolds. Isn't it? Oh, I mean, he was in that too. He was a cook. Yeah, yeah, he was in that. <laughs> Yeah. Waiting, by the way, awesome movie. Now, I don't know if it's that, I don't know about, I don't know about you, but when I grew up, everyone worked in restaurants. All the, all the cute girls, uh, that I went to high school with all were waitresses at Applebee's, all of them. And like we would, and then we would always party with all of them after work. Like the guys all worked in the kitchen. It was just like that movie, like exactly like that movie. And so maybe that's why it holds a lot. Like it holds a lot with me. Um, you know, I've always liked that. But anyway, they hire Shane Gillis. And of course people are mad. Bud Light partners with comedian fired from SNL over racist and homophobic comments. What's racist? What's homophobic? Him just making a joke. You know? You need to listen to some bits from Vicious Circle. Dane had some really good bits. I can't lie. Maybe. I don't know if they would hold up now. But uh, Office Space for Restaurants. Yeah, Office Space is also one of my top five movies of all time. 
top five movie of all times office space so they go from Dylan Mulvaney. Now the media's mad. Bud Light goes from Dylan Mulvaney to comedian accused of racism. Accused of it. By who? Middle-aged white women who are offended for a career? So we'll see. I don't think it's... I think Shane Gillis... Isn't going to, you know, hey, by the way, shout out Shane Gillis, get your money, buddy. Absolutely nothing wrong with him securing the bag. Get your money, make your money, 100% appreciate that. You know, no problem with Shane Gillis taking Bud Light money. I'm sure it was a big fat check. But. It's not going to say Bud Light. They can hire all the... And what's so dumb is they don't seem to understand just the basic premise of why people... Of why people boycotted them in the first place. I mean... You, like... It's not because you didn't have good enough sponsors... It's because you called your customers fratty and out of touch. It's because you, you know, insulted the very people that support your entire company. Got some bad news for Disney after this word from BioComplete 3. This video is sponsored by Gundry Biocomplete. Speaking of digestive issues, of course. Actually, let me pull up. I like to have the site up when I do the thing. There we go. Speaking of digestive issues, this is caused by a potential toxin that's in all the, quote, healthy foods that scientists have been telling us to eat with fraudulent food pyramids for the longest time. And this potential toxin causes digestive issues, according to Dr. Gundry, a world-renowned cardiologist. This is affecting millions of people nationwide. Warning signs include weight gain, fatigue, digestive discomfort, stiff joints, and even skin problems. Dr. Gundry explains that these side effects are often mistaken for normal signs of aging because digestive issues develop usually over a matter of years and sometimes decades. I can assure you that the damage is probably caused by these, quote, health foods, and it's far from normal. The good news is you can easily fix the problem from your own home. It's very simple. You just have to know which foods are actually healthy and which contain the hidden potential toxin. You can go find out yourself at gut cleanse protocol slash quart. That's gut cleanse with an E protocol slash quart. Links also in the description down below. And I'll put it in the chat. Now, watching the bear stress me out. I love the bear. I'm a huge fan of it. The bear is the only reason I went to that stupid restaurant in Chicago. Like, let's go here. Bad news for Disney as they just lost their 
desperate, massive woke lawsuit against the state of Florida after getting absolutely railed by DeSantis for indoctrinating kids and pushing politics on the little ones. So if you haven't yet, make sure you leave a like on this video for another epic win for normalcy for people that don't want to indoctrinate kids, that don't want to push politics on their customers and just want to be a good company. Judge throws out Disney's lawsuit claiming DeSantis retaliated against Hollywood giant for criticizing his don't say gay law. It's not, this is the thing, like, I like how the, you know, the Daily Mail will often cover things uh, that are interesting to me, and they they definitely cater towards me, uh, but they still f use their words, and they still use preferred pronouns. So, you know, Daily Mail, you know, if people use Adblock on their site, I support it. Anyway, a federal judge has dismissed Disney's lawsuit accusing Florida Governor Ron DeSantis of, uh, of retaliation against the company for criticizing state limits on classroom discussions of bedroom activities. By the way, it was the parental rights and education law, not the don't say gay law. The U.S. District Judge Alan Windsor, a Trump appointee based, issued a ruling on Wednesday in Tallahassee Federal Court finding that Disney lacked standing to bother even to even sue DeSantis and other state officials. The dispute began after Disney last year criticized Florida's classroom discussion ban on gender ideology and, and bedroom activities, dubbed the don't say gay law by opponents, but it was really called the parental rights and education law. DeSantis and his allies responded by stripping Disney of its special control over Reedy Creek Improvement District, which had given the company virtual autonomy around its theme parks, including Walt Disney World Resort. Remember all the woke idiots that kept saying how Disney was going to leave the state? Disney was just going to leave Florida. They were going to stick it to Ron DeSantis. I mean, that was never going to happen. The infrastructure's there. There is no way that Disney was ever going to be able to leave there outside of just shutting it all down. It was the dumbest fake bluff that Disney ever could have had, and the fact that they filed the lawsuit was even dumber. DeSantis and other defendants had urged Judge Windsor to dismiss the case, saying Disney could not sue them over constitutionally enacted state laws, such as the one rescinding Reedy Creek's special status. Now, we all know that it was retaliation. Um, that doesn't me make it doesn't remove their legal, legal right to do it. I didn't love, this is one thing I'll say, even though I, you know, I hate Disney and uh, I'm happy to see, you know, bad things happen to them at all, the, you know, all the time. Um, it was, it was a, a slippery slope where it was like, hey, we have like the state's government in, you know, kind of meddling in private business. Now, when they do it to Disney, I don't care. If um, they had done it to like Joe's Plumbing or something like that, I think it would have been very different. In his ruling, Windsor agreed with the defendant's argument that if the law is constitutional on its face, a plaintiff cannot challenge by claiming lawmakers deviously crafted it with the intent to suppress free speech. Disney wanted to, in my opinion, groom kids so badly that they were willing to not only risk their entire business over it, 
right? But they went to court. They went to court to try and say, hey, yeah, we definitely still want to groom your kids. A DeSantis spokesman celebrated the ruling in a statement declaring the corporate kingdom is over. The days of Disney controlling its own government and being placed above the law are long gone, he said. A federal court's decision made it clear that Governor DeSantis was correct. Disney is still just one of many corporations in the state, and they do not have a right to their own special government, the spokesperson said. Disney vowed to push on with his court challenge despite, in spite of the ruling. So they're still trying to do it. Now, when you get to these levels of money, Disney, you know, Budweiser, any of these huge mega corporations, they could just spend all day every day in court. They have lawyers on their staff. They already pay them. So it's like a sunk cost for them. This Disney said, this is an important case with serious implications for the rule of law. It will not end here, Disney spokesperson said. Yeah, trying to say, oh, we're just like everybody else. Hey, guys, we're Disney. We're just like everybody else. We're just trying to stick up for the little guy and free speech. They wrote, if left unchallenged, this would set a dangerous precedent to give license to states to weaponize their official powers to punish the expression of political viewpoints they disagree with. We are determined to press forward with our case. DeSantis began repeatedly attacking what he termed woke Disney in public appearances as he geared up for his campaign for the Republican national presidential nomination in an effort to he abandoned earlier this month. State lawmakers stripped Disney of its control over the special development district since 1967 and had given the company control of the area surrounding Disney World. The newly formed DeSantis-appointed district known as the Central Florida Tourism, Tourism Oversight Board then voided contracts that Disney pushed through just before the prior board was released. Since the takeover, more than 10% of District 370 employees have left their jobs, with many saying in exit interviews that the district has been politicized and now is permeated in cronyism. Well, it's funny when it's on the other foot, isn't it? Like, it wasn't politicized when you guys were pushing grooming on kids, allegedly. Right. That's fine. Isn't it funny how when it's somebody's politics, like that politics that they agree with, suddenly everyone's like, what do you mean? This is normal. This isn't it's not getting political, you know, this, that and the other thing. But it's when it's something they disagree with, suddenly like, oh, this is being politicized. In asking the judge to deny DeSantis's motion to dismiss, Disney had accused DeSantis and his appointees of using political institutions to punish opposing viewpoints. The premise is not just legally unsupported, it's profoundly un-American. Wow, thanks, Disney. But Judge Windsor ultimately rejected Disney's claim against DeSantis and the Senate State Secretary of Commerce. He found that the company failed to demonstrate that DeSantis had any actual control over the board and struggled to articulate an injury caused by the secretary. He noted that since the supervisors had already been appointed, Disney would face the same situation it faces now if the court enjoined future appointments. It would be operating under the control of the CFTOD board, over which it has no control. Central Florida Tourism Oversight District Chairman Martin Garcia responded to the ruling by saying, I'm delighted that the lawsuit, which was nothing more than a distraction, is now behind us. 
Our board and this district will continue to make the appropriate changes to operate and function as an independent government agency to promote transparency and accountability while bringing more prosperity to the people in Florida. I mean, the fact that they had these insane exceptions where they had like their own police force and their own fire department and their own this and that, it, it should have never been that way in the first place. Now, let's not pretend Florida doesn't benefit, you know, greatly um, from the tourism industry that Disney brings. So it's not beyond the realm of possibility that, you know, these type of deals probably happen all the time, you know, between in states that rely on tourism. I bet you it happens in Vegas. It probably happens in California. It probably happens in Hawaii. If there's any main, you know, big thing that people come see, you know, uh, they probably, they probably, you know, make special exceptions for them. Disney shares were trading down 1.1% late Wednesday afternoon. Also, Disney allegedly gave previous board and its employees millions of dollars worth of tickets, discounted hotel stays, and other benefits that were akin to bribes of public officials, according to a report issued by the new board in early December. So not only was the Disney board that existed there corrupt as hell, uh, they never needed to exist in the first place. So, you know, this is going to, of course, quiet Disney for a little while. I assume that, you know, I got to assume that Disney's probably going to just keep their head down and, and worry a little bit more about, you know, all their movies losing all this money. I suspect, I suspect Disney will probably be more interested in, you know, not losing a hundred million dollars on every movie they put out, but I talked about this with Alex uh, on Alex Jones yesterday. You know, these people seem to have an infinite cash supply and they seem to be totally fine, endlessly losing money. And as long as they're pushing, you know, the message. So for me, it's going to be interesting to see if they, uh, you know, if they double or triple down on this and want to continue to push it because it doesn't really seem like a winning strategy. But then again, if they're uh, getting their message out there, maybe it's worth it to them. I'm happy to let Disney ride this into the dirt, to be honest with you. So it'll be interesting to see how they react to this epic loss. Yeah. DEI money printer go burr. Oh, you want me to get to the RFK thing? I can talk about it. The RFK thing that everyone's freaking out about is dumb. Um, if you didn't know, RFK is a bit of a, you know, a bit of a womanizer. So some chick with a, a thick butt, like uploaded, uh, a thirst trap video and RFK responded with, wow, this was in 2022. Everybody already knew this. It's just, it's just coming up again. That's the big news. And then now he responds to the claim saying that it wasn't him. Do people really think I was TikToking in 2022? The TikTok comment in question was made in 2022, long before I ever had a TikTok account. This comment now appears on my account because the account was previously owned by one of my campaign's young social media managers. Maybe? Maybe?
So somebody in 2022 wrote this and they just converted an account as opposed to creating a new one. I don't know if that's true or not. I still don't care. Like, yeah, that's why I said it was, I mean, don't be mad at me that I, that it's a nothing burger. I told you it was, but it's all over the news. It's the dumbest stuff ever. I don't like RFK, but he is allowed to like big butts. I, I couldn't have said it better myself. You know? You want to really get into it. You want to really get into it. I'm pretty sure RFK uh, is a shitty husband. And I'm pretty sure that his last wife killed herself. Like, yeah, new. It commented on a thirst trap video back in 2022. I, again, this is news. I, I know it's a slow news days. You know, I know it's a slow news day. When I announced my run for presidency in April of 2023, the team wanted it broadcast on every social media platform, including TikTok. However, TikTok does not allow live streaming for accounts that have less than 1,000 followers. The social media manager decided to transfer his account, which had around 1,500 followers to me in order to stream my account announcement on TikTok. I mean, it's probably true. It's probably, it's probably true. But I, I, like, I literally don't care. Like, it's the, it's the weirdest thing. He's allowed to like thick, juicy booties. That's fine. I mean, at least it was, you know, a woman. Kennedy's going to Kennedy. Yeah. Am I right about his first wife? I thought it was. He should have doubled down and just posted a big ass picture. Uh... Yeah, Mary Kennedy, uh, wife of Robert F. Kennedy, was found dead. She, yeah, she. Yeah, she hung herself, his first wife, in 2012. <laughs> now, is that RFK's fault? No, but I just mean, I don't think he has a long history of being a great husband. And um, I'm sorry, I can't think of a president who, I mean, we've had a long line of thirsty presidents, JFK, Bill Clinton, Donald Trump, and I don't care about any of it. Some of them are Democrats, some of them are Republicans, and I don't care. If they want to, you know, have sex with a different woman every night, willing participant in the White House. I don't care. Just get your job done. Just get your job done. That's all I care about. I'm not here to judge. It was like when the Democrats were like, oh my God, uh, Donald Trump's taking Adderall. Okay. So I don't care. I'll take some, I'll take a president who's, you know, hopped up on, on goofballs on Adderall's uh, that's working 21 hours a day over Joe Biden, who isn't, you know, who's on vacation more often than he's working. 
if I had to choose. Don't care. And it was like, it's the media always does that crap. It's the same when they're like, oh my God, can you, can you believe that Trump said grab him by the pussy or whatever? Like, yeah, I can believe it. And I don't care. And I didn't care. I, I just don't care. I want my POTUS all hopped up on dick pills. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, just, I don't think most Americans care. Unless they want to like live in this alternate reality where, you know, the presidents, they want a priest. <laughs> yeah, I don't care. Enjoy it. Enjoy it. Yeah. I, I have no problem with it. I want my presidents to get the poison out so they can focus on the stuff that matters. They forgot about Bill Clinton. Yeah, Bill Clinton was having sex with loads of people. You won't care, but the purple-haired chicks care. Yeah, that's true. They do. They do care. They care deeply. Let's get into another topic. You know, one of the topics I talk about on this channel all the time is how never more than now, I would say, well, I guess there, there was a time, you know, maybe during, you know, the slavery days, for example, um, we talk about the two-tiered justice system. And certainly those Jim Crow era was a more obvious two-tiered system. But now the two-tiered system is very different. And it seems to relate directly to how you vote. We could talk about, you know, the way that certain people were charged with trespassing a January or two ago versus all the same people that did it as Democrats in, on numerous occasions in just the past six months. None of them, of course, being charged with anything. Democrats don't get charged with anything. Uh, if you're a Republican, you pay the ultimate price. You pay the stiffest possible penalty imaginable. Uh, and it's disgusting. And if if uh, if if anything is going to make you mad today, this video definitely may. You may remember um, the Senate staffer who uh, filmed numerous videos, um, getting um, getting split open by their uh, male partner at various locations in the Capitol. Not just doing that, but then also uploading it to the internet. Uh, so that their fellow fans of this type of behavior could enjoy it and, uh, and consume it. Well, the Capitol Police have now decided that they will not be charging the individual um, involved in this. Capitol Police say they will not charge Aiden, don't really care, the Senate staffer who recorded a hardcore video in a Senate hearing room. Capitol Police say... After consulting with the Justice Department, no law was broken, just con congressional rules. I mean, I, I guess, but how many laws, you know, how many people are sitting rotting in prison for trespassing that you have with 15-year sentences? 
What about the people that got sentenced the other day, the pro-life demonstrators that, that you sentenced? Mr. Captain Stabbin here, or getting Captain, he was getting Captain Stabbin. Uh, he was fired, of course. He came out, if you remember, hilariously, and blamed everybody else and said, oh, this is phobia. This is, you guys are, you guys are just being phobic. I mean, are you kidding me? Now, I don't know what crime. I, I suspect there's some sort of decency, public decency. There's probably, there were probably crimes committed. But because he's a Democrat, it doesn't matter. I mean, that's just the release. I mean, that's just the, the reality of it. Quote, for now, we are closing the investigation into the facts and circumstances surrounding the video that was recorded inside the Hart Senate office building on the morning of December the 13th. After consulting with federal and local prosecutors, as well as doing a comprehensive investigation, I bet they did, and review of possible charges, it was determined that despite a likely violation of constitutional policy, or congressional policy, sorry, there is no evidence that a crime was committed. Although the hearing room was not open during that part of time, the congressional staffer involved had access to the room. The two people of interest were not cooperative, nor were any elements of their possible crimes met. Any elements of any of the possible crimes met. The congressional staffer who has since resigned from their job exercised his Fifth Amendment right to remain silent and refused to talk to us. Our investigators are willing to review new evidence should any come to light. So he quit a job, he quit his job and he ignored them and they just didn't charge him. How come that didn't work for the January 6th people? This was the real insurrection. You know, I, I, I don't know. I mean, do you, do I think he should be put in prison? Um, I don't know what law you would impose on them, but I do know the laws that you stretched to the limit to interpret putting American citizens in prison for the longest possible sentence. Some people, like Owen Schroyer, who didn't even enter the building you put in federal prison, never even entered the building. And you charged him and put him in federal prison. Never even entered the building. Again, I cannot be more clear. You see this crack, the making of hardcore videos, trans nudists and now, are now considered normal events at our Capitol. He'll never escape the shame of the public. Sure he will. He'll be, he'll be doing a book tour. He'll be, he'll be um, on you know, MSNBC tonight. He'll have a GoFundMe. He'll open up an OnlyFans. He's going to be rich. You know, and I think like, it's just, it's so weird. It's so weird to me that this is just no, you know, no charges. And again, you can all say this too. Remember, no charges for the Coke in the White House. No charges for filming this hardcore tape in the Senate room. Remember, this is the party that vowed to bring decency and dignity back to Washington after some mean tweets. Man, all that decency that was promised. Greenlight to film these type of videos in the U.S. Capitol and federal buildings after hours 
when close to the public, apparently just don't walk peacefully through wearing a Trump hat. Something, something decencies on the ballot. They're not investigating it because if that one domino falls, the rest follow. They don't want to prosecute themselves. Well, that's probably true too. There's probably all sorts of degenerate stuff going on in the Capitol. But I mean, it is absolutely, you know, it's absolutely a two-tier justice system. The double standard here is sickening. The kid who filmed himself getting railed and making these videos in the Senate hearing room should be in prison. If he were a Republican staffer, he already would be. Now, that's, that's kind of the position where I'm at. I don't know what law they would have gaped and stretched to put this individual in prison if it was a Republican. But what I do know is that they would have. They absolutely would have charged them if they're Republican. You cannot, there is no amount of, um, there's no about, there's no amount of any conversation there's, there's no amount of evidence or arguing that you could do that would convince me otherwise. I mean, the idea is like, you know, it's just, it's so democratic privilege, gay privilege, whatever you want to say, you know, whatever you want to call it. Definitely don't desecrate the Capitol by placing your feet on Nancy Pelosi's desk, though, or you're going to go to prison for 10 years. I, I don't really understand how people continue to, you know, just accept this. You know, again, breaking no charges filed against this person after filming. Again, are there public decency charges? Are there, I mean, I would think that producing one of these types of videos, adult videos, that's probably against the law. They took it and they uploaded it to the internet. So it's perceivable that it was to make money. The only reason we know about it is because the idiot, these people know they're never going to face any consequences. That's why they do what they do. That's why they do what they do. They know they're never, you know, they know they're never going to get in any kind of trouble. Look at, I mean, is there a better example than Hunter, for example? Is there a better example than Hunter? This guy's been operating out in the open for 15 years. And he's never going to face any consequences for anything he did, ever. What about the guy that pulled the fire alarm? Okay, remember the guy that pulled the fire alarm and then lied? I don't know if it was under oath or not, but he lied and said, oh, he accidentally bumped into it or something. And then they released the video footage and you could see he walked past it, turned around, walked back and pulled it. That's a crime. That's a crime for anybody. That's a crime for the kids in high schools that do it. No charges, nothing. Because none of these people live by the same rules we do. You know, Jamal, I think is Jamal Bowman, was that his name? Removed, he came back and removed the signs, something like that. It was the most ridiculous lie that was disproved by the video evidence, and he received no charges. This guy's getting his booty blasted, uploaded to the internet, nothing. Somebody left a bag of blow in the Capitol, nothing. 
There's a thousand million freaking cameras in the White House, and I'm supposed to believe that they couldn't figure out who took that out. Are you kidding me? The guy went there and the guy was on camera, removed the sign, did it. It was completely planned, completely non-accidental, nothing. He was on camera breaking the law and they were like, meh. It's different, the capital D. I mean, it's, it's, it's insane to me. This, this, this twink getting his, his, you know, his beehole blown out. That's like the least of it. All right. The Democrats can do, look at the, look at this Cori Bush thing. Are you watching, are you following this Cori Bush stuff investigation? From what I can tell, she spent hundreds of thousands of dollars of your money, if you're an American citizen, of your tax dollars. By the way, Cori Bush, big defund the police person, right? Spent hundreds of thousands of dollars on personal security. One of her security officers just happened to be her boyfriend. How about the attorney, the district attorney in Georgia? who took hundreds of thousands of dollars from taxpayers and paid it to her boyfriend. Nothing. They will receive no punishment. How about the Somalian chick who's clearly lo more loyal to Somalia than the United States? She should be deported. Nothing. That's just in the last month. That's just in the last month. It's insanity. By the way, the locals chat, the locals chat will be back tomorrow. There was just um there was just like a a limit to the number of live streams that I could do on locals per month and I hit it because there were 31 days. So locals chat will be back tomorrow. I mean, these people they don't they don't it's disgusting. Everything's about it. It makes my stomach churn. And speaking of digestive issues, this is caused by a potential toxin that's in all of the, quote, healthy foods that scientists have been telling us to eat with a fraudulent food pyramid for the longest time. And this potential toxin causes digestive issues. According to Dr. Gundry, a world-renowned cardiologist, this is affecting millions of people nationwide. Warning signs include weight gain and fatigue and digestive and discomfort and stiff joints, even skin problems. Well, Dr. Gundry explains these side effects are often mistaken for normal signs of aging because digestive issues develop usually over a matter of years and sometimes over decades. I can assure you that the damage is probably caused by these healthier foods and it's far from normal. The good news is you can easily help fix the problem from your own home. It's very simple. You just have to know which foods are actually healthy and which ones contain this hidden potential toxin. Go on over to Gut Cleanse Protocol, link in the description. That's Gut Cleanse Protocol with an E, slash Quart, Q-U-A-R-T. Or click the link in the description to learn more. I know it's a new month, but the new month doesn't start till after this stream. Like, my last stream ended at like 2 o'clock, so it's giving me the same error, so it should be okay tomorrow. Fun fact, 
Side notes, she married him. Your spouse can't be compelled to testify in you in, uh, against you in court. Yeah, that's true. Common, common doer Kim says, J6 can't have, can't have peaceful police escorted tour of government building, but staffers can illegally trespass in the Senate room and tape porn. It can't investigate further because it leads down to more government perverts, more government perverts and debauchery. Yeah, probably. Eat the bugs. We all know the terminology or anytime somebody says something is getting reimagined or updated for a modern gaming audience, we know what that means. They're going to put a chick in it and make it game lame. That's just what they're going to do. And we've seen this with the recent Indiana Jones article where they lit or, you know, the latest Indiana Jones video game where they literally said that exact quote, like it's going to be an Indiana Jones for a modern audience. I mean, we know what that means. We know what that means. That means they're going to make it woke. They're going to make it progressive. They're going to make it, um, you know, they're going to make it cringe. They're going to make it, uh, uh, you're going to have gay characters in it because you just have to. And, and you just know right now. I mean, that's basically a, uh, a red flag that we all know. I mean, remember this, this video will save you $70. Now we have the opportunity to tell LGBTQ LMNOP t-shirt, side half, sh half head shaved haircut, uh, LGBTQ pins, and a new Indiana Jones story for a modern gaming audience. Modern gaming audience. That means they want to make sure they uh, groom it, groom it, groom it to the max. I mean, that's, I mean, you see, everybody knows $70 saved, goaded, uh, you know, all the, anytime somebody says they're, they're making it for a modern audience, you know, the men are going to be the villains and all this stuff. Well, one of the most popular games of all time, the Witcher is also getting remade and the dev is not afraid to remove aspects, which are quote, bad, outdated and need to be remade. Now, The Witcher is one of the, you know, an ex a extraordinarily popular book. It is one of the most popular video games of all time. And now they decided, you know what? It's time to make it gay and lame. According to South Park, anyway. The Witcher Remake's developer, Fool's Theory, isn't afraid to change aspects of CD Projekt Red's original, which are, quote, bad, outdated, and need to be remade. Well, we know that The Witcher's going to be trans and black. That much we know now. Speaking to Edge Magazine via Games Radar, Fool's Theory CEO Jacob Rokaz made it clear that not every part of 2007's The Witcher will appear in the highly anticipated remake, though they didn't give any specifics as to what will and what won't make the cut. I wouldn't say that it's a highly anticipated remake. Just play the original game. You just play the, you just play the original game. 
Quote, first and foremost, we need an honest, down-to-earth analysis of which parts are simply bad, outdated, and need to be remade, he said. Fool's theory will simultaneously be highlighting the parts that are great, should be retained, and or are direct key pillars that can't be discarded. You know what most people want for a remake? Updated graphics, updated quality of life features, and bug fixes. That makes a perfect remaster. We don't need it revoiced. We don't need characters changed. We don't need um, more representation. We don't need um, pride flags in the game. We don't need um, you know to remove um, uh, offensive jokes. Nobody wants that. Nobody wants that in a remake. What people want in a remake is the game to look better and run better. That's what we want. That's the only reason I would ever pay money for a remake. If you're going to let new developers with their own political, you know, force their own political ideologies into these remakes, which is what they all do, I don't want, I don't want it. You're not going to get my money. You're not going to get my time. I'm completely uninterested in it. And you can see they're already saying the quiet part out loud. Here's PC Gamer. Witcher Remake Studio Boss says it'll remake what's bad, outdated, or unnecessarily convoluted without naming the sex baseball cards we all know he's talking about. Witcher 1 is rough, gangly, utterly idiosyncratic, and fine as it is, if you ask me. Nevertheless, it's due an open-world remake courtesy of the devs over at Fool's Theory. I don't think it's due that at all. It sounds like they aren't squeamish about updating some of the uh, more awkward parts of CD Projekt Red's original 2007 classic. Isn't it funny? I always think, I always think this is funny when people want to do like remakes, reimaginings, updates to things that were extremely popular, right? Things that were very popular. And it never occurs to them at any point that maybe what they're remaking, maybe what they're saying is outdated, maybe what they're saying is offensive, is what, you know, it was part of what made it a classic in the first place. Like nobody seems to, nobody seems to know any of that. It, it's, it's so dumb. Like they're completely, they're so completely clueless that they, this is the same problem you have with like, Hollywood remakes, right? They never have any of the original like minds on these products. And they go in and they're like, well, I can do it better. I've created nothing in my life. I'm just, I'm just here to remake it, but I can make it better based on absolutely nothing. Based on absolutely nothing. First and foremost, we need an honest down-to-earth analysis of which parts are bad, outdated, or unnecessarily convoluted and need to be remade. But noted that they still highlight the parts that are great. Removing the bad parts and rearranging the good ones creates something that is both satisfying and still resonates with the feel of the original. The original was widely loved. This is the problem. You get these developers, you get these woke morons that come in and 
they think that there's inherently a problem with it, but they forget the fact that it was a best-selling game at its time. Now, he's not calling any parts out by name from The Witcher 1 that are bad and he's sanding down, nor those that are great and he's highlighting, but it doesn't take a detective to figure out at least some of what he's talking about. First and foremost has to be the game's absolutely buck-wild combat system. It's a sort of pseudo-rhythm thing that saw you clicking at a particular cadence in order to defeat your enemies. I actually liked that because it's something a little different. It's a little more interesting, engaging. Um, versus basically just the button mashing that exists today. You know, it's just wild button mashing. Uh, rather than a more standard and less baffling third-person melee combat of Witchers 2 and 3. But let's not beat around the bush. The first Witcher game is legendary for great scenes, good writing, and the, that part where Doug Cockle says, what is this crap? In a tone so dis disaffected that you aren't sure if it's his actual reaction to the script. But it's also notorious for its, well, the sex cards. If you've somehow escaped knowing this in 2024, then read on, and I'm sorry, but the first Witcher game took an almost impressively adolescent approach to the various romances. Geralt could make merry with almost every woman he encountered, or at least it felt that way, and upon pursuing any of the game's romantic lines of inquiry and to their natural conclusion, would be rewarded with literal baseball, baseball style trading card. Except instead of Billy Ripken uh, and his controversial bat, it was one of the game's women in a state of undress. Awesome. You know what I mean? Like, why would we have to remove that? It's awesome. This is what, like, these games now are like, first of all, they're going to go back. You, you know how um, Blizzard did that? Blizzard went back after Blizzard got caught in this controversy of um, basically all the men uh, working there being degenerate sex pests. Uh, they went back and took all the cleavage out of World of Warcraft. I'm not kidding. They went back and took any like cleavage out of the video game, which is so such a ridiculous, absurd overreaction. But that's what they did. That's what this is doing. People are going to want to see that part of the game updated. They don't want it removed. It was more risable than anything. But luckily, CDPR got it out of their system mostly for the next two games. Why? I liked it. I thought it was funny and cheeky. But what only got a roll of the eyes in 2007 would just seem pathetic nearly two decades on. I can't imagine he doesn't have the cards in mind. What do you mean pathetic? I think it would be awesome. What if they were animated cards and they were like, you know, posing spicy gifts? I'm not saying it has to be like, you know, adult, you know, spicy content, but I wouldn't call it pathetic. That's what the game industry said. Like, Again, anybody who thinks that it was pathetic. Look at the comments. Exactly. The cards were one of the most fun things to collect in the game. I do think just a few months ago, the entire gaming industry was positively obsessed with how horny Baldur's Gate 3 was. If it's too much for a modern audience, I'm not interested. This is what I'm, this is how disconnected. If the devs ditch, ditch, if the devs are smart, they won't ditch the cards altogether. And it said, ironically, poke fun at them by making them like spicy Geralt cards. Fear or not, mods will add anything that was cut. I mean, 
everybody in the comment section is like, what are you talking about? This was a good part of the game. But the entire article is like, oh, yeah, we got to remove this. It says perfect, a perfect encapsulation of how out of touch journalists are compared to actual gamers. I won't be buying this game in case you couldn't figure it out. By the way, shout out to the King of Biltong. Good afternoon from Anton's in Roanoke, Texas. Free shipping for your Biltong with code THEQ on landofbiltong.com and antonusa.com. Your shipment was sent Tuesday. We added more for your diet. We added more for your diet. Hey, thank you. Yeah, Biltong has been sustaining me um, during my diet as a really, you know, a really clean snack. So check them out if you haven't yet. Modern gaming audience, my ass. What is the what is the modern gaming audience, by the way? What is the modern gaming audience? I'll finish on purchasing two and three before they take it down. But in Baldur's get you to bang a bear, totally progressive. Yeah, right. Yeah. What they really mean is a Marxist gaming audience. Yeah, I'd agree with that. More free Biltong, Jeremy. I know. Privilege. Streamer privilege. I love it, though. It's good stuff. Look at this bald-headed bitch. Woke squad member claims that Walgreens closing down their stores that are getting constantly robbed is racist. Wait, what did you just say? What did you say about your community? How do these people even get... How do they even get elected? Who would vote for this lunatic? I don't even understand it. Like who the who the frick is vo voting for Cory Bush? Or what's the the one that banged their brother? Looks like uh, Biden building a war chest. Uh, let's see. Biden sheds tears and calls for truce, telling Republican Speaker Mike Johnson, we must not be enemies and listen to and uh, Andrea Bocelli sing Amazing Grace at the National Prayer Breakfast. What? He's probably crying because he realized that he wasn't getting any ice cream that day. Yeah, Elian Omar, the one that had sex with her, or married her brother or whatever. Her district is a war zone. Yeah, exactly. He's crying because his granddaughter, oh, is too old to shower with. Oof. <laughs> yeah, I wonder who's robbing the stores. I wonder who's robbing the stores. Do you guys have any idea who's robbing those stores? 
So we saw the uh, we saw the James O'Keefe thing yesterday. Um, I got to admit, not that not that impressive. Um, I think it was cool to get it on tape. I I think it was cool to get it on tape for sure. But like, I don't know. It wasn't that cool. Is that am I being a I just think the buildup that he had, he he's he kind of like. He kind of like screwed his. He he had such an incredible buildup, and I was like, "Oh, people in the White House know that Joe Biden has dementia." Yeah, I knew that. Of course they did. Yeah, the guy on tape was just admitting what we all knew. Yeah, Pac Man Creepy Joe was crying because he shit himself, and there is no kids to sniff. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't, um, I didn't, uh, I was kind of bummed out by it. I was like, I mean, I wasn't bummed, but I was like, he overhyped it. You know, it was like, yeah, no shit. No, everyone knows Joe Biden is, uh, cognitively disabled. Everybody knew that. Yeah. Worst kept secret ever. Just cause some, like, uh, some gay white house guy said it didn't really it didn't really hit i didn't i don't know i was like eh, it's okay but i didn't really eh. jeez carlo we've been waiting today's this week has been kind of slow Kind of slow on the news. Real question. How did that guy know who he was? How didn't that guy know? I think. How did that guy not know who he was? I think is what you mean, right? He's trying to raise money for OMG, which I don't blame him for. It's the same thing as putting hyperbolic titles in your thumbnails. Yeah, I agree. But you can only kind of do the, this thing's going to put my life at risk once. He did say he had another video. That's true. That is true. That's true. He did say there was more coming. That's very true. Bernie informing people is a nothing burger. Yeah. I kind of agree with that. You think radical leftists watch alternative media? Yeah, no. I have been seeing some clips of uh I have been seeing some clips of Anna Kasparian being like getting more and more bo more and more based. I thought I saw one yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. The Annika Spirian's redemption arc is has been going on. Look at this. So Annika Spirian seems to have forgotten that asylum seeking asylum is internally recognized human right, not a privilege. These are not people you need to provide cover for. These are people who are in the country claiming asylum. They don't have a right to be here. It is a privilege to be able to take advantage of our asylum program and people. 
they're mad that I spoke out against asylum seekers who ganged up on and beat cops. One of them has a record of beating retail workers while also robbing stores. I think those who commit violent acts should be deported immediately. Shelters are crowded and their space can be used by people who are more deserving. This is common sense. If I feel the need to post something disgusting and racist in this thread, maybe if you feel the need, maybe reconsider. Please, leftists, think I have control of all of you and that cosign on everything you say. They don't really. Have you seen that Call of Duty Mobile is currently recruiting for the Air Force? No. <laughs> Gordon, did you see, did you watch Ben Shapiro versus Anna Kasparian debate a few years ago? That exposure to the other side might have planted a seed. Yeah, it's possible. I remember that. I think it was, I don't think it was a few years ago. I think it was like, I think it was not that long ago, right? I asked her to unblock me and she did. I think I, do I follow her? No, I don't. I'll follow her. I'll try to get her on. People are coming around and these people are no longer buying. And Whoa, Jimmy Dore definitely banged her? That can't be true. Jimmy Dore is like way older than her. She kind of had her wake up when, when they, she, she's kind of, uh, She's had a lot of based moments where, if you don't know who she is, she's from the Young Turks, um, a leftist uh, show. She kind of had her awakening when they started saying biological men were women. She's one of those people. She's like um, J.K. Rowling. She's still insufferably leftist, but she's not totally irredeemable. Yeah, uterus holder broker. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's that's what it was. Like, um, it was it was that whole thing. Uterus holder, and um, that was it. Then she was like, "All right, that's it." She went from Turk to turf. Yeah, yeah. Rittenhouse woke her up. No, she was dead wrong on Rittenhouse, wasn't she? I think she was. She said, she, uh, Jeremy, since I started watching you regularly, I find myself repeating your Anton Biltong item in my head like a stuck in my song. What have you done? Yeah. <laughs> Call 866 for Feldco. What's the other one? 877 cash now. 877 cash now. Yeah, the birthing person is the one. That's the, that's the one that got her, yeah. She's turning around just like Ruben. Well, is she, when is she gonna buy a baby then? When is she gonna when is she gonna make her human baby purchase? That must be coming up then, right? Is that part of the is that a part of the move to the to the more central? Ten ten three two one. I don't remember that one. Was it a local ad? It's your money. It's my money. I want it now. 
Yeah. <laughs> Don't get on the buying babies thing. Oh, I've always been on the buying babies thing. I'm never not going to be on the buying babies thing. Back when I was in college, I used to religiously watch them, thought they were a good source of news. Yeah, yeah. Dial down the middle, 1-800-COLLECT. I don't remember any of these. It's okay to pass away today. It's okay to pass away. Something like that. Yeah. Well, I think um, that might be... I think we covered all the news today. I was trying to kind of look... For anything else going on, I didn't see much. Is there something big that I'm missing that you guys want to talk about? All the stuff in trending I see is sports crap. Trying to see... You know, the gay staffer, we got that. I'm not talking about Taylor Swift. I'm not doing it. All these conservative talking heads keep talking about Taylor Swift. They're trying to will her into existence. Scuff McGruff, yeah. We talked a little bit about O'Keefe. There was kind of not much going on there. How's the weather in Wisconsin? Uh, it's like 35, 40. So it's not bad. It's, it's going to get cold again next week, I think. But uh, it's going to be cold. Well, tomorrow we have Alex Jones. So you're not going to want to miss the show. Um, it's going to be pretty wild, I suspect. Yeah, demonizing Taylor Swift makes the right look petty. I agree. So tomorrow we've got prepare your asses. Don't be late tomorrow. Because we're going to be, he should be with us like right away when we start the show. Custom Alex meme. Yeah, once I confirm, once I confirm his time, uh, then we'll do that. Yeah, Alex Jones twice this week. I think that's going to be, it's going to be wild. Troll him and call him Nick DePaul. Yeah. So be here tomorrow. Don't be late. I won't be late. Alex will eat your ass if you're on time. I think we'll just see you tomorrow. I've got standalone videos going up to both. Uh, I've got four, three or four more standalone videos going up to Rumble today. So check back in about... 
an hour. They'll all be up. We'll see you tomorrow. Oh, <laughs>